Welcome to the Chronicles of the Event Ninja. In today's episode, it's going to be another solo episode where I will be talking about what's going on this past weekend uh, in esports in the second week of April um, and give my point of view of two of the games that just came out last month and in current beta testing uh, in the last two weeks, which is uh, Call of Duty Warzone and uh, Valorant. Stay tuned. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. So this week, um, there are a few tournaments. Obviously, there are the main state tournament that I've been observing, which is the NHL 20 Cup by Northern Arena. Uh, Got to get the NHL fix. Uh, normally, during this month of April, it would be the Stanley Cup playoff. But unfortunately, due to the current situation in the world, uh, that's not possible. Uh, that's okay. At least we have a bit of entertainment going on and everything. Um, other than that, there's also the Red Fuel Cup, uh, number seven, which is a CSGO 2v2 type of tournament uh, hosted by Miss Harvey and uh, the gang at Red Fuel. Uh, not only that, what something very interesting as everybody probably paying attention in the esports world, Valorant by Riot's Games. It's their uh, FPS shooter currently uh, in beta taste uh, beta testing, and there was an impromptu uh, thirty people, thirty women tournament during Sunday's uh, during Sunday and it was a pretty interesting uh, f format it was a very impromptu so basically it wasn't as smooth as possible but you know it is what it is at least we got a tournament we got everybody had fun it was very um, experimental but uh, and overall itself it was still a very good um, way to a first preview of what can happen in that type of tournament. So this was the first time that's happening. Obviously, there's an upcoming t tournament with 100 Thieves. It's going to be doing the same style, um, but with different uh, people involved in the community that has been so far in the beta testing. I personally have not had a beta key yet, even though I've probably clocked in over, I would say, several days worth of uh, putting my uh, uh, going to streams with the uh, beta key drops. I don't know how the algorithm is working, um, but uh, the current format that is it is a hybrid between CS:GO and Overwatch, basically. So basically, you have your class system plus, uh, depending on the map, uh, there's the bomb, and due to and there's purchases on the weapons and everything. So basically, it, it remnants on the CSGO style where at the beginning of the match, depending on your currency, um, there's the buying phase. And after that, you go one uh, one team versus the other. Now, uh, obviously with the introduction with Overwatch, um, there was the class system come into play, ba basically heroes. So basically specific heroes has specific duties. And then after that, um, you go one team versus the other. Now, in CSGO, um, normally it's a up to 16. In Valorant so far, I've seen it's up to 13. Uh, it gets pretty hectic and it gets pretty close these days. It's not a landslide beatdown. Um, so, so far in the, in the tournament that I've, I was watching, uh, it's 
pretty much a nail biter, especially during the finals. Um, congratulations to all the ladies that won. And so far, it is going to be an interesting game to watch for, especially for people that so far that are into the CSGO and want to something else with it. Um, and they're not looking for the hectic style that Overwatch brings. I call it hectic only because the fact that um, you die, you respawn immediately, you go in. Um, and one of the pain points that a lot of analysts has been watching over Overwatch is that uh, as an observer, it's pretty hard to um, follow the game. And it's very true. Ever since beta, beta I cannot watch a Overwatch game. It's all over the place. You don't know which ultimates are being invoked and everything. You can't stay concentrated on one particular player because, you know, out of nowhere, they die um, and they just respawn and they just go back into the map and everything. But that is the game itself. Let it be um, on King's Row, which is uh, capture the point and after that, uh, protect the payload or... Uh, protect a spot and everything um no matter what it is it's fun to be the player as long as your team is like you know competent and everything and you don't have rage quit uh however as an observer that wants to get into watching and supporting who's playing and everything like for example i live in the montreal region uh we have the montreal rebellion but like the professional team is the toronto defiant and i would like to root for them and everything and root for the player but i can only root for one particular player because that's i can see their point of view but as a team itself they win they win they lose they lose i can't pay attention to what's going on in comparison to other games so basically when i used to play starcraft 2 uh it was a 1v1 so it's very easy to even though the a player could have total map control um you can still be able to have as the observer you can still pinpoint what are the most important part to pay attention to even though let's say you have a zergling that is way off map but that has burrow you can as an observer you can still ping, pinpoint uh that location um csgo also very calm because once you're dead you can still go to another player to observe what they see and everything um rainbow six strat you have the large map overview as an observer mode and after that you can go into in the individual player see what they're seeing and everything it's a very um calm pace but very action-packed um nhl same thing it's top-down view um it's very you can observe uh, all the card playing games very slow pace very observable uh, very strategic and analysis point of view um don't get me wrong um overwatch is still fun as a game itself uh, same thing with fortnite uh i think fortnite as an observer uh at a hundred player or even in duos and everything it gets pretty hectic on what's going on that's why i was never into it i didn't i jump on the bandwagon for fortnite just slightly and after that um i decided to bail because it was not my type of uh game same similar to a lot of uh players these days that are jumping on to the valorant some of them find it very interesting very fun to play and some others are considering uh it, it's not for them 
I so while playing with a few friends on uh, Warzone, which is the new Call of Duty free to play battle royale, which I will be talking about in a few minutes, um, one of one of the friends uh, jumped in, got a beta key, and basically said, "No, Valorant is not for me. It is slow pace." And I'm and we're trying to argue uh, with him. It says like. Yeah, it's strategic. It's team based. It is similar to CS:GO, and he's starting to argue that no, no, CS:GO, it's action, and I'm like, no, it's about the same pace. Um, you do your purchase phase, then after that, you go in. You gotta um, watch out for your team and everything. Uh, and this is somebody that's coming in and playing Warzone, where it's basically run gun and go move to the next zone battle royale style. So it's not for everybody's cup of tea. It's, and it, and that's totally fine, right? That's the whole reason why we have different niche, different type of esports going on and everything. Um, another cool community, which is the uh, FGC fighting game community. And it's basically a 1v1 no matter who it is let it be from dragon ball fz street fighter 5 smash ultimate now smash ultimate there's 2v2 but i mean in the end it's it's still um very easily to follow uh what the action play and everything um so let's move on to another topic which is the two beta that just dropped in the last few weeks so the first one is valorant which i touched upon with the red cup invitational uh 30 women uh tournament and that was very interesting on the tournament format i've watched a few twitch player um twitch streamer sorry uh play the game and it's like i mentioned it's a very hybrid type of game if you're used to csgo and you're used to overwatch or even rainbow six in terms of of hero mechanics system you will feel you will more or less feel uh, aligned with this hybrid it has a certain learning curve because the fact that because it's lower pace than overwatch for example you will need to pay attention similar to how rainbow six is so um, the caricature itself resemble uh, heroes that you will find uh, with ultimates and skill sets of Overwatch, but the pacing wise, uh, map awareness and everything, it more resembles CSGO, Rainbow Six. So basically, you have to have map awareness uh, in order to control the point and everything. Um, but uh, the element of owning a hero, owning a main, that's where somebody becomes more ident identifiable. Sorry. And that is important. And that's why I think a lot of people uh, attach themselves to Overwatch and Rainbow Six. You are a Mercy main. You are Lucio main. And after that, you have a flex possible depending on your character. Same thing with Rainbow Six, which is one of the games that I play that I have very high interest in because of the fact that you get really attached on a certain play style. And that comes with its specific type of hero. So um, I like to play... Uh, Kaplan, Frost, um, and, and so forth. Uh, I also have Thermite, Fuse, and an Ash, for example, to, as a Breacher and everything. Some other players would like to be a Sniper or a Support and everything. And 
those type of games bring intricacy and in order to have us to be able to say okay i'm a specialist and not a certain uh hero and everything similar to um MOBA's games so basically League of Legends and Dota 2 where with a roster of like 40 plus uh, heroes you need to have a certain expertise and a certain heroes in order to hone your skill set um, actively build your your character build your item set and everything and have your role and everything obviously due to the fact that there's batting phase and everything you are expected to have several heroes in your arsenal in order to prove yourself to be part of the team and to have a specific role that would be role number one number three number five so mid laner side laner support tanker dps and so forth or jungler and everything um those type of games that bring that type of strategy involved are the one that i find that draws the most attention to so that's why league of legends dota 2 brings such a wide audience in in terms of uh, fan base and everything so once you get attached to a particular team or a particular hero too, you start saying like, why do you like this particular player? And so or because he, I can identify with that particular player because he's playing or he or she are playing my particular hero set that I love and everything. And after that, you can, after that, you can start paying attention to their YouTube channel or their Twitch uh, streaming channel. And after that, it's like paying attention on what they're do, what their strategy is, Pick up their keyboard layout if it fits for you, obviously, and after that, go from there. It gives you at least a teacher type of teacher, uh, student type in order to observe what can I improve on my skill set. Not to go pro, but at least elevate my game and everything because um, you don't want to get stuck in Bronze League all the time and everything. The, so uh, right now Valorant because the fact that I didn't get a beta t uh, key yet and I'm just an observer on do I have a feel that I want to play this game so far it's a yes until obviously like you know I get all these uh, rage quitter and people that like get very upset on uh, not playing correctly and let's let's be mindful of the fact that the game is in beta and so basically um it's you know long queue time and we would like to uh play the game and everything and it's touch and go there's nobody that's an expert yet obviously there's people that got the beta key very early and after that have a analytical type sense of play style in which they're they they're able to adapt to the play style very rapidly I am a bit more slow pace and hopefully like there's like a practice mode with drones and AI so I can be able to get a sense and a feel of the map and um, the play style to experiment with the different type of of guns and after that different type of heroes and everything. Um, but eventually once it gets out of uh, closed beta and open beta uh, with a stable server, hopefully I can get a chance to get a more opinionated uh, point of view but so far it looks very interesting now let's switch on to talk about uh, call of duty warzone call of duty warzone it's going to be part of the battle royale scene as um, different venues has explained so far so my take on it i wasn't i'm not too keen on battle royale so PUBG and fortnite are not my forte i don't like to be in a place and get shot on like when there's 
80 people left Nedret. I have to requeue myself, restart the game and, and everything. Um, I mean, when I start a game, I like to be in a long haul. That's why I like uh, TFT so far, or I used to like like uh, Underlords, Dota 2 Underlords with their auto chess format. It gives me a good 30 minutes in, even though I can be the last uh, eighth place, I get my 20 to 30 minutes fill in and I tried my best. Um, even when I play Rainbow Six, at least I get a good 15 to 20 minutes play in despite if i get a team white or i get overwhelmed and everything at least i get something in same thing with csgo same thing with overwatch and everything i do not feel comfortable um with my skill set uh, that same thing with apex in those type of battle royale scene i don't think i'm gonna last and it just guts me to just restart the game from scratch and restart from zero now it doesn't mean that in uh, for so for Warzone, it's a similar formula, excepting at the end and during the playstyle, it feels more like Call of Duty. So if you um, like the Call of Duty world with the guns and the type of uh, texture and graphics, it's gonna, you're gonna be feel very right at home. But the added bonus is the fact that for the Battle Royale format, first off, they encourage you to be in the teams. Obviously, there's the Battle Royale solo if you think that you can take everybody on. But I like the fact that they went with the trio mentality off the bat. So you're in a team base. Your team needs to be the last team standing. Uh, looting and gunning seems very natural. Uh, there's no building or destructible environment. So that adds another element of what's known. So basically run and gun cover. Then they added a uh, the aspect of the gulag. So basically if you die, um, you can go on a 1v1 inside the gulag. And if you're a survivor, you get to respawn back into the game. That's a nice thing because the fact that it doesn't mean that uh, once you're dead, you're dead. Uh, another good element is the fact that if you're in a team-based format, your team can revive you. So basically, depending on uh, money currency, you you can get uh, at part of the lowout, uh, layout checkpoint a revive possibility. Obviously, your team will need to make a decision if they really want you to be back in or not. Uh, being one man down sometime is it is a problem, but the thing is if they deem you a liability it's a very expensive liability but hopefully you have good teammates um beyond after that there's a new mode called plunder which is kind of like a king of the hill format but with money so there's a mechanic about money where uh, loot crates inside the game where uh, you get to fetch uh upgraded weapons or weapons itself uh have a cash deposit and it's a king of the uh, hill format where your team's supposed to accumulate the most amount of cash up to 1 million mark and that's which will trigger the end game of that particular play and after that uh, the the team with the most money wins now obviously there's different type of uh, money mechanic with money you can buy uh, layouts uh, your gun layouts, you can buy airstrikes, you can buy different type of utilities on different type of checkpoints. Obviously, when you die, you drop some money. So that's another element of play. Um, and you can always go fetch and retrieve it. Uh, there's uh, several drop points where you can save your money. So basically, once you accumulate the money, you want to 
it's just like the bank system. You don't want to hold on to the money just in case you die or something. You want to have a balloon drop or a helicopter dropped in order to save your money. And that is your progressive system. Um, then another cool element is if you think you are the shit and be part of the king of the hill, there will be an indicator eventually on the map saying like this player, this team has the most money. So basically they're going to show you on the map. You won't be able to hide. Everybody's going to be gunning for your head and taking your loot to ensure that you are not the winner. Um, I like playing that particular uh, play style because I also noticed that once you're dead, you get to respawn at another checkpoint and airdrop yourself in. So it gives me the replay replayability uh, that I did not start at the game in vain comparing to the other battle royale. It's still a battle royale because the fact that it is the last person standing, last team standing and everything. But at least it gives me a sense of feel that I did not boot up the game for nothing and I won't feel disappointed. Now, obviously, if you're in a pub game and you don't get a team that's coordinated, which has happened to me several times, which is the reason why I don't play as much. It is very frustrating to see like, okay, everybody knows that if you play plunder, your objective is to cover everybody's asses. You can't just run off without uh, pinging checkpoints, uh, co giving cover and everything. So it, it still needs to be coordinated, which is, um, as I explained during one of my podcast uh, episode, that I like team-based game. It shows synergy. It shows um, that you want to work in a team. It also helps you be sociable, right? It's not about you. It's about the team. So take a position, make cover, revive your teammates. There's a lot of... Uh, once you're down, you can get revived by your teammate and everything. If you're totally killed, uh, you can get revived by your teammate again with a, with with depending on how much cash your team has and everything. Um, so you can't play full sniper. I got into a game where two of my teammates decided to be snipers. It's nice and everything, but the thing is, I still need somebody on the ground to help me go grab the cash and everything. So that was a, one of the uh, pain points. Um, similar to how Rainbow Six is, if you go into a pub game, it's going to be very hard with you. If you have at least two or three teammates, it's going to help you a lot uh, that you can talk to that you have you can rely on that will coordinate with you that will give you support and says like do this do that oh you miss a spot oh don't forget to pick up your armor uh that you put up your traps and everything oh i um and also congrats you on on being the last person standing and get three kills even though you were one off to save your team and everything i like it's my small contribution. My uh, KD ratio is not the best. I'm a, I think I'm at 0 0.48 or something, but my PVP ratio is 0 0.89, for example, in Rainbow Six. Uh, it's not awesome, but it's not shady neither, right? Uh, I mean, like I put in some time, I put some obser observation, I go watch on YouTube videos and in order to improve myself. I want to do the same thing. Uh, with the other games and if there's no tips and tricks how am i supposed to in improve if it's just on skill base set well i'm already at the loss why am i playing i'm not gonna have fun right but if there's ways to improve what to watch on like the same thing when i start learning csgo what is a spray what is recoil uh what do you need to know what type of weapons you should carry and everything how they react for the coil where should you aim if you have full body armor uh how many shots it takes and everything 
sometimes I don't like playing CSGO is because I walk out through the door, I get shot, I'm dead. I need to wait for my team to save my ass, save the save the round or something. And sometimes gets that gets me frustrated. But after reading, uh, watching uh, several of the tips video on how to play CSGO, it gives me a sense of, okay, these are the... Uh, key points that I need to improve on and that will make at least my game. After that, then I can practice a bit of the AI. Obviously, I have to jump into a real game and after that, start saying, okay, these are the main points that I need to focus on. Can I do that over and over and see improvement? If not, then I'll just play the game just as a stress reliever. But if I can start developing certain strategy behind it, then, hey, that is a one-up. Similar to, you know, uh smash ultimate uh it's a very fun game too uh but you still require a bit of um of a learning curve on to identify which hero you like to play with and after that they're each and each one of them their individual ultimates and uh special techniques and how they hop how they carry themselves and everything their limitation especially if you want to start doing edge guard or falling off the, the stage and everything how to recover they have different type of recovering uh, mechanics. Um, all of that brings a lot of depth inside a game. And, you know, uh, once you learn all the basics and there are basics to be learned, after that you can start going for advanced technique, after that specialization for the particular heroes that you like. And, it, and those are the type of games that give a very good uh, niche community together and those are the, the the type of games I love to to watch and pay attention to. So though that that's why uh, also I tune in to currently the R6 uh, PL in Europe, the the Rainbow Six um, Pro League, and after that obviously the Red Fuel Cup that I'm looking into right now. The one v one stuff, depending on what's being offered, uh, I pay attention to. Um, uh, so basically the NHL 20 so I can get my um, NHL fix um, one important tournament uh, locally in Quebec that needs to be uh, be shout out to by Esports Central uh, in Montreal they're doing a collaboration production with LHEQ uh, which is a league um, a esports league for the NHL uh, esports, uh, and it's also sponsored, uh, co producted by Quebec, uh, K E B E K. Uh, it's gonna be appearing, it's gonna, the tournament itself is on the 18th and 19th of April. Um, several games that are being played are Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Street Fighter 5, League of Legends, Rocket League, Tekken 7. Rainbow Six Siege, Overwatch, uh, NHL 20, and Mortal Kombat 11. Um, I'm probably going to be tuning in just to see if there's anybody from Quebec or Montreal or the regions or maybe out of regions that's going to be participating online to see what's going on. Uh, it's, an, it's a small tournament, but I like to support the locals. Um, can't always tune in to the big ones and everything. Um so those are some of my point of view, some of uh, what's happening in esports uh, last week and the upcoming week that I'll be observing. 
Um, stay safe and thanks for listening. <laughs>